Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of The Soapbox. This episode, we'll be talking about burnout, and it'll be a little bit of a different format than you're normally used to, rather than just the normal duo of hosts with myself and Mimi. This time, we'll be doing a roundtable discussion with six different people. My name is Brandon Wu. I'm Lillian. My name is Amy. I'm Mimi. My name is Bobby. I'm Chloe. I guess the first thing we should start off with is the actual definition of burnout. Uh, According to uh, definitely not something I searched up on the internet, burnout is a state of emotional, mental, and often physical exhaustion brought on by prolonged or repeated stress. I feel like on paper, the definition of burnout can be kind of general and like different for like people. So do you guys want to start off by sort of talking about what burnout specifically looks like for each of us? Um, I can like start and like share my experience, I guess. I think um, the main thing for burnout was just like, it. this is very typical. And I think this is like a pretty general experience for everyone, at least at our age that experiences burnout, but it was just kind of like an overload of schoolwork. Um, a lot of it was honestly self-inflicted, but as time went on and as the workload just in school and also with extracurriculars um, got heavier and heavier and I kind of did not know how to step back from it. But there was also kind of like a social obligation to keep doing it even if I wanted to step back. Um, The burnout just got progressively worse until I like completely crashed mentally sometime around 10th grade um, and was just like not sleeping well, not eating well, depriving myself of like basic human needs and functions. Um, to get work done. And then I think it like I've just been in like a, a perpetual state of burnout since then. But yeah, the main cause is definitely schoolwork related. But I think like the reason why burnout gets prolonged for a lot of people that I know isn't necessarily because of the workload or like repeated stress, but it's because of like the mindset that you've been conditioned into that makes it feel like you need to be stressed all the time. Or like if you aren't staying up to do work, something's wrong or like you aren't working hard enough. It kind of ultimately it kind of just gets it's it's kind of a self-perpetuating problem in a sense and that it just worsens the more you kind of get into it. Because, again, like you mentioned, like Mimi mentioned, that you kind of neglect a lot about yourself as well in when you're in bur- like in a kind of period of burnout. You don't eat properly. You don't take showers. You don't you know keep proper hygiene, et cetera. But also a big part of it, I think. And I think that it, this would also be a very universal kind of experience for everyone is that your sleep gets significantly affected. And I think we all know how that's kind of really important to keeping a healthy state of mind. And so if you're sleeping at extremely odd hours to, you know, keep up that social obligation to continue to work all the time, it kind of just makes everything a lot worse and worse and worse until your body eventually just like forces you to sleep like at whenever, wherever and whenever. I feel like it's also sort of like just like inherently linked with a lot of other things in life because you're constantly like well like for me at least I'm constantly like well I was I was constantly interacting with people who were like as like burnt out as I was and like as stressed as I was and like it was also affecting my human relationships a lot because like everybody was just unstable like I feel like I've come to realize how big of an impact like sleep has on your mood because literally like sometimes I would just like lash out randomly at like my friends and I would like I would realize that like whoa like where is all this shit coming from 
but then like not be able to like irrationally control it but I guess one thing um I feel like we could kind of talk about is like what is the difference between like just being stressed and like burnt out like what's the specific like terminology behind it I think um stress generally is when in in a short time you have uh had too much things to do and you have found that you are at a loss of energy on the other hand I think burnout is when you have like an elongated time of stress but also an, a myriad of other things that just just generally cause a lot of trouble to your mental condition to a point where you're just worn down and you experience a lot of disengagement and you just feel very empty. I think a good analogy to make is that if you're doing like an intense competition for three days, that's stress. But if you're studying at an intense school for three years, that's burnout. Yeah, I think burnout is like more of a state of being than it is. Like stress like is a temporary thing kind of like burnout is like Stress is, sometimes it can just be limited um, to, I guess, like, the emotional state, um, and then also a certain period in your life, like Bobby mentioned, but, like, burnout is genuinely, like, like, I'm for real, like, it's like a state of being, like, it affects how you relate to other people, it affects the stuff you talk about, um, it affects, like, how you're able to emotionally process things, because, like, like Chloe said, with, like, the sleeping thing, like, it heightens all of your emotions, and then, so, it's also, um, I personally, I guess for me and for other people around me, like burnout is more of a prolonged thing. Um, even if like you only feel burnout at its worst um, for like a week or two, um, the the overall feeling of kind of like dread um, exists like for quite a bit of time. Yeah, I think for um, stress, usually you can find out a cause behind it, but for burnout, you can't really pinpoint um, what's really driving it. And it's just like a general state of lacking motivation. I feel like it's some, something like like dipping your head underwater for a little bit. Oh, wow, that's kind of wild. And then you, you go up for like a breath of air. And it's like, oh, okay, that was kind of exciting. I almost drowned, but it's fine. But then like for burnout, you kind of do that repeatedly to the point where you like get progressively more exhausted and more deoxygenated and whatnot and you eventually just start sinking and sinking and sinking and then now you're stuck underwater and you're actually dying so yeah it's not a great or fun experience for anyone it becomes like what you perceive as normal like a part of you as uh in in comparison to like stress is like more of like something of like a temporary thing you know that after a while that it will disappear but burnout is something that continues in you, something that just persists within your body, within your bones, and it just gets worse and worse. Yeah, and like exactly like Chloe said, it like at certain point it becomes like a major part of your personality and also just decides a lot about how you relate to other people. Like this is I guess this is kind of personal, but like at at certain at certain points i just find it really hard to relate to friends who might not be suffering as much of a burnout from me like i just feel like we have some kind of a fundamental difference that that we wouldn't be able to like organically communicate and reach some kind of point because when i say something the other person won't relate to the experience cuz because of how perpetual it is and how i just have to kind of live with it for the entire life i guess I think, oh, for me, it's worked in, like, the opposite direction as well, where I, like, will become close to people because we're both burning out at the same time. And then, so, like, the majority of, a lot of, like, my relationships, like, really close ones now, I think, like, 
occurred because we were both in such a state of emotional distress at the same time and for like the approximate approximately the same reasons um so and i think like that also ties into like burnout um being kind of like a cultural thing um at our school at least but i'm sure like it's definitely like uh in other ass elements of like work culture it also just becomes something that a lot of people share at once and that kind of defines how they like the social situations work because i feel like it's yeah it's very normalized here to just like talk casually about how little you slept um or like how you stayed up doing something and you kind of just like accepted it as okay and then you like bond with people over it which is kind of like really bad if you think about it that like you are forming relationships off of like the fact that both of you are failing to function as like normal human beings yeah yeah i feel like now burnout is kind of becoming a thing to flex about uh for some people like oh you know i slept for like one hour and i'm so tired and it's used to um used as a tool to socialize with other people yeah exactly like sometimes the cause of the burnout isn't even just like a lot of work it's more like you you kind of want to stay in that state and like you can't really get out of it but i feel like that's not a choice that you you can make like um like you can choose two things i guess in this situation you can choose to continue working and that will be tiring as hell that will that will eventually also lead to burnout or you can choose to not work and 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 in that case that's also a form of stress because if you don't work you get judged for it you you feel bad about not working like you have like in this environment especially you feel like you have to be constantly doing something to validate yourself and both cases are bad I think it also stems from this kind of like cultural belief um, that we have that uh, the amount of work that we're able to do is uh, is indicative of the type of person that we are um, or like the quality of our character, our ability to just do things and connect to people. So if we're not doing work, it's not only like for one, we won't be able to get ahead. Like just in school, like there is like thumping, like fully thumping just isn't really an option at all. Um, for a lot of people and then besides just like the fact that like you cannot be in school and also just uh, shirk all responsibilities there's also just like the social feeling of like everyone around you is working really really hard and then so when you feel like you aren't doing enough of it you genuinely feel like you're not as good of a person um and it, it isn't even just about like oh i'm not doing as much work but it's like i'm a lazy person or i'm not good enough and it's like yeah i really don't like how work has been so attached become so attached to like the, the how we define and perceive ourselves um but it, it is kind of inevitable and i think that is also like one of the biggest causes of burnout is that we feel like if we aren't or like the reasons a big reason why people tend to stay in a perpetual state of burnout is because the alternative is like um to accept yourself or to like perceive yourself yeah you know, like like yeah like to accept or perceive yourself Outcast. that yeah <laughs> like doing starting to do things is just really hard yeah, that is very true. Motivating yourself to begin like a new project or a piece of homework is like a it, it is the the hardest journey. It's like like I'm lazy, but I'm also ambitious and like I overcommit and then like Oh so true. So true. I relate to that so much. Yeah, I have a tendency of like doing too much to myself or like su- uh, like signing myself up for too many things. And then because of uh, my eventual burnout, I start to, like, do poorly in, like, literally all of them. And then it just continues this cycle of, like, feeling bad about myself because I am so incompetent because I cannot do all of these things at the same time. Uh, Which, thinking back on it, I should not have signed up for so many things. 
uh, I should not have done so many things. I should not have packed myself up like that. But it just comes from like this general social belief that how much you do defines you, which is really problematic. And yeah, it's it's really kind of just a super common experience for people like us, though, because like we're all in a hyper competitive academic environment that really drives you to kind of do every extracurricular, get a perfect GPA, somehow maintain a normal social social life so you can acquire leadership positions and shit. And ultimately, you have to repeat the same damn thing in university all over again. And eventually, when you get into the workplace, you got to show your determination, your your freaking, your, your ambitions or whatever. And again, ultimately, it's so much about the environment that puts us in this position where everyone, it gets so normalized that, oh, you have to do this or you have to participate in the activities or you have to lead these things because it is expected of you for you to kind of, quote unquote, achieve what is success in, you know, our current society. Uh, I was just gonna say, because you guys were talking about, like, sometimes not enjoying work, and I feel like sometimes I really wonder, like, do I not enjoy doing work, or do I just don't, like, not enjoy doing work in this environment? Because, like, even with, for the work that I don't, that, the work, like, school work that I just don't f***ing enjoy doing whatsoever, it's like, um, I, is it just because of, like, the environment? Would there be other motivators if it wasn't as, like, fiercely competitive as it is now and then for stuff that i do enjoy doing that i like kind of dread now um like one of the main reasons is just because every time i feel like i'm doing it i'm stealing away from like time i could be spent like improving myself or like being more competitive and stuff like that um it's interesting what brandon says about like how oh we still have to maintain a normal social life to get leadership positions because i do think that's like definitely true at shsid but coming out of like the school and like transferring i definitely do think that like it's like shsid specific not gonna lie like i feel like part of it just has to do with like a complete lack of separation between like your work life and your social life like i've i feel like i like all the social interactions i've had at shsid throughout like freshman year were basically like clubs or like asv or like class and not to say they weren't fulfilling like life was still like pretty entertaining most of the time at the expense of like my mental health because like i feel like my humor just evolved into like like self-loathing anyways um but i think coming out of it at deerfield right now i don't really think the social scene is defined by like work at all like it's so different because like people actually take time out of their day to like sit together and just like talk and like hang out and like it was so crazy to me when I first came but like it's it's just like really different oh um I kind of want to go back to what Bobby said about like the social pressure to um like do a bunch of extracurriculars and competitions because I feel like um, at like 11th grade and 12th grade I decided to drop a lot of stuff and I started to think whether like the social pressure is actually real or like a a lot like a huge part of it is actually self-inflicted because like I kind of realized that no no one really judges you for no one really judges you for not having enough extracurriculars or having a low GPA 
at least that was the case for me and I kind of found out that it was mainly just myself com- um, like me convincing myself that I wasn't doing enough but I, I think it's not yeah I get that like I also dropped a lot of stuff this year and I was kind of like oh no one genuinely cares that much but I think it's also like not necessarily entirely you convincing yourself or at least for me specifically it was kind of like I had a environment around me that was like everyone was kind of trying to do stuff on that level um so a lot of it was self-inflicted i think but then on the other hand like there were so many people around me who also had like a similar mindset that it was kind of like if i'm doing less than them um or if i'm not like feeling the same way it just feels like odd or like i'm not doing enough so it does come down to i guess like the environment that you have around you but people like i do agree that people don't genuinely care that much if you don't have um extracurriculars that are that good but i think there is definitely like kind of an impression um whether it's true or not is like up for debate i guess that you get from like the way that uh, school and like just other people present these things because like you'll see like articles or like award ceremonies that are specifically dedicated to people who have done really really well in these things um like a certain <laughs> award ceremony a certain the talented students thing like that it's kind of hard to see that and just be like oh i should just like not do or like at least it's like it is, it is just, like, the implications of it kind of just makes you feel like, oh, I need to be doing something. Um, or else I'm not talented. <laughs> and, like, even out of that school context, we, like, even among friends or just people you know, you kind of, like, like, at least for me, I kind of, like, like, maybe this is really bad to admit and I shouldn't be doing this, but I kind of evaluate people based on their competence and whatever that means. Like, it's just something that I, at certain point, naturally just learned to do for some reason it's like 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 technically if i lived in a environment why where i just would like raise cattle and make my own food and whatnot like i would i would not care about people's competence at all yeah i get that as well i feel like there's also like a certain like thrill associated with like filling your life up with like so many different things and it just like like on paper it looks like oh my god like my life is so colorful like I'm doing all these things like I'm staying at school every single day for like a different reason and like I have ASV until like nine every day like fun and like sometimes it genuinely is because it's like Uh I'm living like a really full life and that just means that like there's just like objectively more like moments where I'm like oh, like, this is making me happy. Like, that might originate out of, like, social interactions or, like, material achievements. I don't really know, but it's just, like, the, the like, idea of, like, filling my life up with these different things and, like, living my life to the fullest, that is kind of appealing to me. But then it's, like, you're taking on too much and then, like, all of that color just, like, goes to shit. Wait, I get this so much because like when I went into 11th grade, I was like, this year is so boring. And the reason why I felt it was boring was because I was actually like losing my mind going insane in 10th grade. Like there was so many stuff, so much stuff happening at the same time. Um, and like, I guess especially for ASV, it was like I was actually just like working myself to death. Um, but then like, I don't know why, like for a very long period of time in 11th grade, I missed it so much. Um, and I feel like I just like selectively blocked out all of like the horrible. Have we defined what the ASB is for the listeners? Oh, associate student body. It was something that Chloe and I were both part of um, and Amy is part of now. And a lot of my burnout experience resonated like it, like uh comes from that because it was just kind of like an insane surreal experience 
but back to my point, like, I, I, I kind of, like, selectively blocked out, like, the lowest points of that burnout, um, and I was just, like, like Chloe said, there are genuinely some moments that are very good, because it feels like your life is very full, you're, like, oh, I have one event this week, and then another one this week, like, I had, I think I had, like, three consecutive events in one week, and then there were some moments where I genuinely felt like I could not handle it, like, I, like, could not keep going, but then there were also some moments that were, like, really fun, um, and I feel like it is ultimately really just not worth it, because I think you can still get to that level of happiness, even when you aren't like constantly at the brink of like mental collapse I think like at one point and I, I look back on freshman year with fondness but at one point I had genuinely like done so much damage to my body that I lost like one third of my immune system or something I don't do you remember this Brandon it was like during it was during you said and I like had to be hospitalized for a while um and that's not worth it like I think one of my biggest fears with burnout besides kind of like the emotional damage is doing is like the physical damage that it's doing to my body because I'm not sleeping well or eating well and whatever fun I get out of like momentary experiences it's never gonna like it will never trump kind of like the fear I have of like just my body not being able to support myself because of what I'm doing yeah that's such like a big problem I, I think I heard something like so many people that come out of that our environment our school specifically have like heart issues and stuff because of the fact that no one's sleeping well at all Oh, yeah. Yeah, just, like, things about body issues. I just feel like at certain point, this kind of lifestyle is just what my body was got accustomed to. Like, like, like even when I am not working at working and burning myself out of, like, even when I'm resting, like, I'm not, I'm not any, like, more happier because I'm so used to, like, that pleasure that working myself to that death would give me. And, like, I just feel like, um... Like, the best way that I kind of get just pleasure from is just overworking. Like, I don't know why I get pleasure from this, but I just do. And, like, I miss it at a certain point. And even at, like, at this moment, I am probably really overworked. Like, I just have not been getting getting enough sleep. But, like, I am definitely happier at this moment, like, doing something than rather than just, like, being left off on, on my own. And I would have to do my own thinking and, like, reflect. And, yeah... But I think part of part of why your alone time and your like relaxation time is unfulfilling is is like just because you're like overworked. Cause like for me, I've thought back on like, um, actually, okay, for some context, Deerfield does like three semester, like three terms in a year, and between each of the terms, trimesters. Yeah, yeah. Thanks. Um, so we have three terms, and then what happens is we have like between the first and second term like um fall and winter we get like a two-week break and then between winter and spring term we get like another two or three week break and then we go into like summer which is like three months long but like what i've noticed throughout all these little breaks is that like i've never had a single break or vacation in my life well like that i can remember that has been truly like fulfilling and like relaxing and at the end of it I've come out of it like oh my god like I'm I can go back to school and like fight again like I can I'm completely recovered like I think that's like a symptom of burnout because I keep talking with people about this and like like my friends some of my friends don't experience that but like that's just something that like is always happening to me like I never feel ready to go back to school Oh, this is there's actually a term that my friend and I discovered 
that fits this perfectly it's called toxic productivity which means like the desire to be constantly and like obsessively productive um at the cost of like other areas of your life where like when whenever you do anything that's not productive you'll feel super guilty and um you'll like hate yourself <laughs> and i feel like a lot of us are suffering from it because of the work culture and like the hustle culture yeah uh i actually like kind of have like a experience with this like from another angle in the sense that i sometimes try to make myself think that the not productive thing that i'm doing is actually productive just so that i can feel better like there is this like online activity that i do um it honestly doesn't really matter and i just do it to like de-stress myself but i sometimes try to like make myself think that this is actually something that matters this is something that i'm doing because it is actually productive for whatever reason and i think in the end it just boils down to like me trying to comfort myself in the sense that i want to seem productive i want to seem productive to myself even when it's not wait i actually i get this so much like i whenever i don't have a lot of stuff going on in my life i try to like i i don't feel like i've ever reached a state of just like pleasant peaceful happiness that isn't uh due to some external element if that makes sense like even when i'm not i guess deriving happiness from productivity or work i try to fill in those periods of time with like like bobby said even if it's like education like sorry uh, entertainment and stuff i'll try to make it like it's work like i go through phases of just like really intense addictions where i try to justify it by making it seem like a work type thing like i i went through like a, a movie watching phase and it would i would literally assign myself to watch films and analyze them even if i didn't enjoy it like or like or i would do it like and try to enjoy it but then end up just trying to turn it into an assignment and i had the same thing with like reading books as well um which is also like a form of escapism when i like didn't have like wasn't overworked or whatever i would like read like obsessively a book a day and then like sometimes it was genuinely entertaining but at one point i was just making something that was supposed to be leisurely like into work um and i have a habit of doing that and it kind of ruins the way i like like my ability oh, yeah. to enjoy things or derive happiness like organically yeah i remember during college apps i would get an hour of rest but the rest would come in, in the form of exercising so I would feel like I'm doing something productive, like I'm exercising. And that was actually supposed to be the rest period for me. So I could like both do something productive and do something that's not work. So like, yeah, I, I get that as well. I remember fucking waking up at like 3 a.m. and be like, oh, damn, I gotta write my, I gotta write my personal statement, man. Oh my God. It was such a bad period of time. Oh my God, wait. Like, literally, okay, um, for some context, I go to a boarding school in the States, and, like, in all of our dorms, we have common rooms, and throughout the last term, like, spring term, like, there's literally been at least, like, six nights where I've just flat out slept in the common room, because, <laughs> like, I'm out doing work so late, and it's just, like, not worth going back to my room to sleep, because I also have roommates, and I literally just flat out sleep in the common room. Because another problem I have is, like, um, this might be because I get too little sleep, but, like, sometimes I just, like, biologically don't hear my alarm. Because, like, I just, like, don't hear it. Like, like, it's not, like, registering in my head or something. 
And so I just get, like, I just have a lot of alarms repeatedly, like, ringing and ringing. And it's, like, really annoying for, like, anyone who lives with me. So it's just more convenient if I sit out in the common room where, like, my alarms can't bother people. And I just, like, do it over and over and over again. And it is so, like, shitty because, um, like, the fact that this also started happening spring term is, like, um... What me is talking about, about, like, organic happiness, honestly, I feel like my take on it is a little bit different, because I do feel like I'm, like, experiencing it, because, like, throughout spring term, um, it's, like, the weather gets warmer, like, Deerfield has, like, a river, and, like, literally every single day, like, like, everyone will go down to the river and just, like, sit and, like, like, dive in and, like, swim and stuff, and then, like, like, people, like, tan on, like, the lower fields every single day, and, like, 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 stuff like that, you know, it's, like, a lot of, like, connecting with nature, a lot of just, like, detaching yourself from work, and just, like, being with, like, people, and, like, being present, and, like, I feel like I was trying to do that while also still maintaining that, like, work culture that was ingrained in me, so it just, like, that, like, being, enjoying myself and, like, hanging out with my friends became this, like, obligation where, like, I would allocate, like, this amount of time in my day to it, and it was, like, an assignment, and then, like, I would move my work time more towards, like, later in the night, and then, like, just, like, it was, like, a full cycle, so, like, I was happy, but I was also just, like, extremely, extremely, like, just, like, pushing myself to, like, the edge, like, I don't know. Bro, I get that so much. Like, I think I had a period of, like, obsessing over scheduling. I would try to make schedules of the day. And then whenever I plan on, like, hanging out with my friends, I get really frustrated because I can't find out the amount of hours that I would need because that would always mess up my schedule. So true. Because, okay, I do this thing where I've been doing, like, calendar blocking for, like, at least a year now. And, like, it's just, like, every single, like, when you're visually looking at your day in terms of these blocks, it's, like, you have to fill in every single block with something. And, like, sometimes I just, like, like, I'm, like, oh, I could, I like, I have this free time. I could, like, hang out with someone or, like, just, like, sleep. But I, I'm, like, no, I have to, like, fill it in with, like, more stuff. And, like, even if it's, like, literally doing assignments ahead of time that I don't need to be doing. Well, it used to be like that. Now I'm just, like, always catching up on stuff. But, like, I just, like, can't. And also, like, I think um, something I've noticed is, like, I, like, I've kind of lost my ability to just, like, spontaneously do stuff. And just, like, if someone, like, spontaneously is, like, oh, want to go, like, shriv. Well, okay, shriv is, like like, going down to the river, but, like, want to go down to the river, and it's, like, it's, like, spontaneous and not planned, I have such a hard time agreeing, because I'm, like, oh, I, I have something scheduled at this exact moment of this exact day, and, like, am I willing to abandon it to, for, like, enjoyment, and, like, I feel like the answer varies for me from day to day and from, like, time to time, but, like, I I just think, like, the emotional inertia that exists in the first place, like, I'm literally just, like, going outside for 15 minutes. Like, why is this, like, taking so much, like, emotional energy for me to decide? Oh, I get that. I used to have, um, 
like the scheduling thing i get a lot because i think like during my burnout phase and then like like before it and during it i had a thing where i had like i like in my bullet journal um i would like block out a certain part of the page to like write down my tasks and it would become kind of this obsessive thing where if it were, there were 14 lines i need to fill up all 14 lines and then like it was like I, ha I had to make a promise to myself and also to like the physical entity of the bullet journal to do everything that i wrote down and it, it became like really obsessive and really bad too because it, yeah like you said like Okay, not anymore now. Like, I'm, I'm like you said, always catching up on stuff, always doing homework the day of. But before, it, it genuinely used to be, like, um, I would write down that many tasks. Some of them would just be wholly unnecessary. It'd be, like, read a textbook chapter and, like, review for a test that wasn't even coming in, like, three weeks. I don't know why. Um, but I would obsess over doing it because I feel like I needed to do that work to keep myself fulfilled and, like, to convince myself, oh, I have, like, the discipline to do this. And then, like, not being able to finish it or like other parts of my schedule getting disrupted like even if i had to like go out like with my parents and stuff and it'd be like something genuinely fun i just like would not be able to do it because it felt like such like a big disturbance to my day even though it really wasn't like some of that stuff just was not necessary <sighs> wait did you end up like following like... through with it though Sorry. like the bullet journal thing no like um when you like scheduled stuff for yourself and like kind of like some days i would be able to other days i wouldn't and it would annoy me so much that i wouldn't even like cross off that thing on the list i would just like keep make a mental note to myself to finish those the next day and then the next day like i would never like say i didn't do them because i didn't like admitting defeat i would just leave them blank and then wait for me to my problem later. is like when i block out my day on my calendar like i i would say like nine times out of ten i like never follow the schedule so i end up dragging all my calendar blocks like the little blocks in like apple calendar i end up dragging them to like 1am or whatever and it just like bleeds into the next day and like sometimes i'll be staring at my calendar app at like like 12am and then i'll realize like whoa like 12am is where the day ends like that's the cutoff and like it's like so like jarring to me and it's genuinely just like what the f how did i make it this far without doing all my things but I feel like scheduling scheduling has literally never worked in my entire. I've never followed a schedule ever because it just it just I can't. I don't think I've ever tried. I've tried like three times. I don't it's even attempt it because I know that I don't have the discipline to follow, and I know that if I if I schedule it, it's on the paper, and I'll see it, and I'll be disappointed in myself when I see when I realize that I I failed. That is so true. Yeah. Yeah. Guys, let's talk like planning and scheduling methods because I feel like there's so many different ways to do it. And part of my problem is I can't commit to a single one. And then like, it's just like, I, I, I'm either over committing or I just like don't plan at all or like anything. At one point, me and Amy and Jesse, we literally bought matching planners because we were like, okay, we got to get oh, our yeah. shit together. That was such a psycho era. Oh my God. I actually have my shit together back then. I think it was an okay era. I don't know. Like, for me, like, the experience of burnout would be just really extreme. Like, I would obsess with one thing where I would just entirely give up on, like, everything else. Like, for example... That is so true. Yeah, like, like it would, like, for example, it would manifest with me, like... Like, if it's for good, I would just read a lot of books. That's nice, right? But I would, like, I would just obsess over, like, a show that has been aired like 15 years ago and then i just only watched a show and like give up all other aspects of life i would not hand in homework i would not eat like it's just 
it would be like that. Wait, I also, I think this is, like, a byproduct, or, like, at least a branch of the burnout thing, where I cannot, like, or, like, in the times that I'm not, like, I talked about this briefly, but it was, like, the, the inability to produce organic like, happiness, it was, like, I go through, like, such obsessive phases that kind of, like, 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 replace the obsessive work phases that I used to have. Like, it always has to be one obsession or another, like, to, in, like, an incredible extreme. Um, so, like, I go through a week where, like, I only listen to one band on repeat, and, like, I will not be doing my homework and just watching videos of that band. And, like, and, uh, I don't know that, I, I don't know if that, like, necessarily has to do with burnout, but I, it was not this bad until I, like, started burning out. Um, because at least at, during, like, at, before then I had work to fill it in but now it's like whenever I'm not doing anything with myself I have to like I don't like go through go to extremes to like fulfill oh wait I do that too it's like I have to obsess over one specific thing and then finish it before I can do anything else and it's become this like really weird mentality like yeah I generally just think I like only live on the extremes like I, like, I have no work-life balance. I have no, like, like balance of my hobbies. Like, like it's it's either, like, I'm putting my life into it and literally just, like, like killing my body or, like, n- I'm, like, not doing anything and I'm, like, completely burnt out and, like, wasting away. So true. I, I honestly don't remember the last time I had, like, a day where I did both work and, like, some personal stuff at the same time it's either that i do a lot of work and then very ineffectively or um it is when i just spend my entire day on like completely trivial stuff that don't even matter at all um it's just like i never reach a point where i can balance out the two that makes sense that is efficient or whatever it just never happens and also, like, jumping back onto, like, the point about scheduling, I used to have one, but then I just really felt bad about, like, how I cannot achieve anything on the schedule, and then I just stopped having it. But then, after I stopped having it, I had, like, a lot of times where I, like, miss out on stuff, and where I struggle with, like, even the more most basics of um, getting in my homework, getting... Uh, very basic stuff done and then I just want to like bring it back to use a schedule again but then I remember how bad I felt when I couldn't stick to the schedule and just like a constant struggle uh, between having one and not having one to the point that like I just it just my life just falls apart even more I think we all have a fair deal of experience with burnout but I think one thing that we do definitely have to discuss especially for the audience listening is how to actually kind of deal with that because yeah we have it come cyclically but how do you like survive that period oh i sort of have an experience that kind of like segues into how you like heal and recover from burnout even though i don't think i'm healed and recovered at all but basically um i think part part of what bobby was talking about is one thing that i felt like tremendously about my life at shsid was that like because like it's like a day school and like when essentially when I get home like I I just like have like this amount of time where I can allocate it however I want even though it's like still like like betrothed to work but like like essentially you can allocate it to work how you want so there's like 
I felt like there was zero structure to my day other than like, oh, the general like wake up, work, like ASB, work, sleep. And then like in, inside of that general structure, there's like zero like required events that like, oh, like I have to like be alive for or like I have to like make it to and like like I genuinely even thought I viewed meals as like optional like when I like had an an extra homework assignment to do like during lunch at school like like lunch is like the first thing to go actually no it's like sleep goes first lunch and then school bus rides but it only is in that order because I use the school bus ride to nap and catch up on sleep but like there was even a point where like I would just like skip class well like not even skip class like actually in all my classes in all my classes I was just doing work yeah I would skip class because I was crying too hard because I was missing homework Dude, I would just go to class with my homework not done, look the teacher in the eye, and just say, I did not do it. And I once cried so hard do. that I got out of turning in math homework. Bruh. Oh, yeah, you told me about that. <laughs> I yeah. I, I, I don't think that would ever work with my math teacher. I just, I walk in, and, and she's just like, did you do it? And she knows I definitely did not do it. And I'm like, no. <laughs> and she's just, okay, you're going to do it right now. <laughs> <laughs> okay, but the thing I'm getting out of this is, I feel like um, when I first transferred, I sort of like recovered a little bit from the burnout because genuinely just like work at Deerfield is like less difficult and there's less stuff. And like, like, I feel like more now the reason why I'm so burnt out is just like my own like over committing issues. And like, I genuinely just like, oh my God, I need to do everything. And like, it's not necessarily like social. It's just like, I don't know. But so something that Deerfield does is we have like required sit down meals like you have to go and the way they keep you accountable is this like system called like APs like terrible name but it stands for like accountability points and so basically um, as like from freshman year to junior year each term you get like 12 accountability accountability points and basically those are like a cushion for like when you need to like skip events and stuff before you go into like disciplinary action so like for example skipping a sit-down meal will be like three APs and then like so each term I can skip like four of those before I go on to restrictions which is like Friday night you have to like stay in and like do stuff for the school or like you have to like clean dishes or whatever and it's like like I feel like that system has sort of given me a wake-up call to, like, the fact that, like, I actually need to be alive and functioning and, like, do shit. Because, like, before I would, like, if if I didn't have to go to sit-down meals, if it were up to me, I would literally just, like, not leave my dorm to go to the dining hall. Because, like, like, it's, like, physical separation, so it's just more convenient if you stay in. And there's, like, so many reasons not to go and, like, literally fucking eat, which, like, you just have to do it. Like, oh my god. Like, it's so, like, psychopathic. But then, so that system really made me realize, like, how bad I was getting. And, like, winter term and spring term, I was really racking up on those, like, APs. Like, like I had, 
I had I just had a lot, and then I just like tried to get them cleared by like going to the health center and stuff, which is like a whole other story. But like, like the whole thing about like separation between work and like just like life in general, I just think like when you have no separation between work and living, like that's when you like know you're burnt out. Yeah, no, like I feel like it's a tendency for us to like push our physical limits until something goes wrong and is irreversible for example when you realize that like you can't sit for over an hour or else you would like literally die and then that would really force you to prioritize your health over anything else which i feel like is a thing that all of us really need to realize because like a lot of us are just like not sleeping and i have a lot of friends that um just don't sleep until one day they realize that something is terribly wrong with their health and they get taken to the hospital or whatever and then it's like something that you can't really fix by sleeping more. So I feel like it's so important to actually um, maybe educate people about the physical consequences of doing stuff. Yeah, I think the physical thing is like one of the biggest elements that makes me want to stop this. Like, I, cause it, it, it has the most tangible results for you. And I think like, even if some people can't feel it now, like it is gonna, if you keep this up, it is gonna come sooner or later. Like there is no way that it's not gonna catch up with you. Like, maybe it's going to catch up with you, like, in your 20s or whatever, but it's still not going to be worth it. Um, I think that, yeah, so I, I agree with that point, like, reminding yourself that there are, like, tangible consequences to the type of stuff that you're doing. Um, but I guess it's also, like, um, I guess from an emotional standpoint, um, this is, like, a lot easier said than done, I guess. Um, but there's also, like, I guess just, like, the act of desire to kind of, like, be able to define yourself um, using something other than work. And I honestly haven't found, like, the best alternative to it yet because, again, like, I just go through, like, obsessive phases and that's not necessarily the most healthy way to, like, define your personality or, like, like perceive yourself as, like, a person. Uh, but it is definitely better than overworking, which can have just, like, like severe health consequences. Um, so I guess there's also that, like, giving yourself the time to, like, n- understand yourself and, like, focus on stuff that, like you can use as a as a identifier of the type of person you are that isn't like a list of achievements or like how much work you did this week um but it is like again like so much easier said than done because it's so hard to like snap out of that mindset that you need to be working to have uh, a sense of worth oh yeah and another advice i would give is like maybe force yourself to do something and experiment it and see if anything goes wrong for example like sometimes i would think oh my god everything would um not be done if i don't if i sleep at 10 and like everything would explode and i wouldn't get um all my school work done but then i tried to experiment sleeping at 10 every day and i realized that nothing really changed it's just that i would become more efficient and try to like get everything done before 10 if that makes sense like if i really force myself to um not do work from 10 to 12 and see how it goes, I realize that the two hours of work that I'm doing from 10 to 12 isn't really that helpful to my overall um, like productivity. And it just really becomes like a habit you're used to. Oh, this is kind of what we were saying with like, like, like you're, you are burnt out inevitably, no matter how much work you have, it just like adjusts to like, like the amount of work you have like it's like you're like a sponge like no matter what you're just like not functioning 
Yeah, burn burnout is like such a, it's so, like ingrained into you that like, even when you stop um do like having a lot of things to do, you actually feel weird about it. I had this day where like I just didn't really have anything to do with it, and then I just suddenly feel like really anxiously empty, like. It's it's just like because I, my body is so accustomed to like not even doing it, uh, uh, not even like having the most basic rest and just not even really being like taken care of at all. I have like this tendency to like sleep late or just like continue doing whatever I do when I have a lot of things to do, even when I don't actually have any things to do, and it just like. At a certain point, it makes me wonder if like I could ever break out of it, and what it would take for me to break out of it. Also, like another piece of just like honest experience, or like maybe advice, but maybe it's bad advice because like look at me now. But like, I think one thing that has really helped me like just like find enjoyment in life is just like. Like, I do have obsessive tendencies, but when I project those obsessive tendencies towards things that, like, I genuinely enjoy, I find that it, like, generates more, like, happiness, and it, like, creates such, like, high highs. Like, I feel like the two biggest examples of this in my life are, like, ASB and, like, I hate to say this, but crew, like, rowing. (gasps) Oh, Chloe. (laughs) okay no but asb it's like like genuinely i just enjoy it so much and like the people and just like like event planning and it's like the type of pleasure that i got from that for like an entire year like i don't know how to describe it it was just like euphoric or something but like yeah it's unbeatable yeah it's like it's it like and literally we were both physically dying but like was it worth it like I don't know, but it's just, like, it made me really happy, and so, like, as opposed to, like, drowning myself in, like, schoolwork, maybe, like, drowning myself in, like, work that actually, like, fulfills me, that's, like, marginally better, like, like, I'm still burned out, but I'm burned out in a way that, like, I still, like, experience high highs in life, but, um, with crew, it's, like, um, basically, so, like, throughout the entirety of spring term, for like three hours a day I would go to like a boathouse and like well like I'm a coxswain but like for three hours a day we would just like row and be on the water and like for me it's like I've never thought of myself well like before that I've never thought of myself as like someone who like connects hugely with nature like because like I just like lost like probably when I was like a child but like I just lost that as I like devoted myself to like work but then I feel like being on, like, the river and just, like, having three hours of my day where, like, I just, like, had to not be working and had to be doing something else, like, it just, like, clears your mind. And, like, because I just feel like it's it's still about, like, separating yourself from the work. And, like, if you think about how you work and, like, you do, like, the once removed, like, meta thinking, like, you have all of these, like, realizations and it, it, it has brought me so many, like, holy shit moments where I've just, like, realized how not together, 
I am. And that at least like prompts me to like want to change. Whereas before I was just like, oh yeah, I enjoy this. Like I'm just gonna continue being burnt out. Oh, I feel like a lot of us have the tendency to make our hobbies somehow associated with work to a point where like hobbies don't feel like hobbies anymore and we don't really have things to do when we want to relax and I feel like um a way to solve that is really to just like maybe allocate um a certain amount of time every single day to do something you enjoy doing without any like purpose to it because I feel like a lot of times I would want to make um like something I want to do, some type of work, so I don't feel guilty about it. But that usually takes away the purpose and um, would only make it worse. I feel like this is especially true with like art and like anything that has to do with like creation. Like for me, like design and like writing. Oh my god, cello! Like, like I had all of that enjoyment taken away from me throughout like freshman year at SHSID, and I and I've been trying to like find it back, but it's also just like so hard because like. Like, every single thing I do, like, every single club or activity I'm a part of, it just feels like I'm, like, monetizing my passion or whatever. Yeah, exactly. It's like you're trying to um, put your passion onto your resume and somehow, like, do it through a bunch of extracurriculars and awards, and it just loses all meaning. I think the best way to kind of not fall into the, the this kind of trap while also seeking enjoyment is just do stupid things with your friends. Like... Like, get lost in the city, like, just, like, do weird things that you would not do yourself, but kind of make sense at the moment. Spontaneously bake in the middle of the night. So true. That's just what I do, like, so often. Anyway, like, just do stupid things that have no meaning, but are, like, Genuinely, like, fulfilling. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I have, like, a list of stuff like that, that I just, like, like, sometimes when I, like, have free time, I'm just, like, I have to do this. And I guess, like, making it into a list kind of, like, workifies it a little. But, like, the enjoyment that you get from it is still, like, organic and, like, genuine. But speaking of, like, attempts to sort of, like, fix your burnout, one thing that I find myself doing a lot, a lot is, like, I literally have, like, I have at least, like, 30 notes documents on my phone like in my notes app or like on notion or whatever that are titled like get your shit together or like get your life back together or like and it's just like a list of tasks that like like it's like overarching tasks that I need to do like like I'll just have like oh clear out your 130 gigabytes of photos on your phone or like like start reading again or like stuff like that just like written and then, oh, and, like, develop exercise routine or, like, whatever. And, like, stuff like that. And, like, I've I've done it so many times, but it has never fucking worked. Like, it just, like, never works. I And I've, like, I've tried making detailed plans. It just, like, doesn't work. I think it's because we're too ambitious with ourselves. Like, if you're at that state of burnout where you can't even get yourself to shower then obviously developing an entire exercise routine or like clearing out your phone is going to be extremely hard. And if there's like multiple lists of uh, such requirements that you have to fulfill, then again, it becomes a demanding thing. So I guess like a good good way to see it is start with like small things, like, like with anything else. Yeah. Yeah, I would agree. Like I honestly, 
a lot of times I just try to reduce my day down to like one big task. Like especially when if I'm like the worst at burnout, uh, worst of the worst for burnout, like Amy said, like unable to shower and like do normal hygiene stuff. Um, it's kind of just like try to get this one big task that you've been putting off for a while done. And then like it's kind of stupid the amount of pride I get um, from getting that just like one thing done. But I still think it's like necessary to like motivate yourself um, to just like get smaller um uh, set smaller goals and actually complete them so that you like have a sense of fulfillment but it's not to a point where you're like overzealous about it yeah i agree like i f- i found like that like it helps a lot for me if i just like if i just like tell myself to like do that one single homework or like that one single um review of a review subject or whatnot for that one day like it in often cases i end up like doing more and that's pretty nice so, like, I guess, like, it's just, like, I think it's best if you don't, like, over-cramp yourself with, like, a lot of things that, like, you're t- told, to, uh, you tell yourself to do. Instead, like, you can just, like, tell yourself to do one thing at a time, and then you'll end up doing more things because you can get them done faster. That That's my experience, but, like, I also have the problem of, like, eventually just, like, kind of losing that and, like, kind of going back into my burnout but yeah yeah i think we've talked about quite a bit of how to deal with burnout ranging from like starting small and allocating time for hobbies and also i think chloe mentioned separating work and life um and also just like hanging out and doing stupid things with friends um so i feel like that kind of wraps up our episode and um i hope it's useful for our audience even though all of us are probably still struggling from burnout yeah But I guess we can start small and try to gradually overcome it. Yay! Anyways, thank you all for listening. We hope you enjoyed this new discussion-focused format. If you've thought of something you want to share during this episode, find our submission portal on our official account and submit your thoughts. Next episode, we'll be going over those submissions, so get those in as soon as possible. Again, thanks for listening, and see you next time. Thank you.